The Medical College of Wisconsin Office of Student Health and Wellness presents Well, 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 where each episode a very special guest and I discuss what it means to be well in the world of health science education. everyone. Welcome to this episode of Well, Well, Well. I'm very excited to have three special guests on for this episode, the entire Office of Academic Support and Enrichment, Molly, Nolly, and Cheryl. I feel like they need no introduction, as I know many of our listeners are familiar with their office and already engage with their services, but they support student success by assisting with a broad array of student needs and concerns. They aim to provide the most accurate information and the most relevant resources to guide and address student needs throughout their academic career. Their services include academic advising, peer tutoring, academic enhancement, board prep, and clinical advising program. I hope that you all enjoy this episode. Be well. So thank you so much to the Office of Academic Support and Enrichment for being here today on the Well, Well, Well podcast. I think we're setting some kind of record because this is hands down the most uh, special guests I have had on one episode. And we'll get (laughs) Yes, so exciting. I was saying, Molly, you were the last one to hop on, and I was telling Cheryl and Nolly, we'll find out if there's a cap on on the number of guests, whether Molly can get in or not. But you're here, so success. (laughs) Hopefully, it doesn't feel like a crowded elevator. No, I was, yeah, and I I was just going to say the same. I'm so happy that we can all be together in this platform. Um, kind of vibing off of each other. That's what we do in our work, daily work anyway. So this is perfect. Yes. And we're here with Molly, Nolly, and Cheryl, which is really fun to say. Um, (laughs) And we'll get started with the usual icebreaker that we do on all of these episodes. So how have you all been promoting your wellness or taking care of yourselves recently? And anyone can get started first. Well, I, I'll just jump in right away. Um, as it's been very top of mind for me, I know, you know, we've been coming off of step season, right? So our schedules have been packed to the brim and um, we've been really managing a lot as we've been moving through these past couple of months. So it's been really important to me that I kind of take this little bit of breathing room to promote my wellness and take care of myself. So I've been emphasizing going on long walks. So lots of walks are happening for me. Um, I love to go to Orange Theory Fitness. So that is something that's really helpful um, for me to just kind of be consistent with. And I've got some friends who I've gotten to sign up. So that's been really wonderful. Um, And I just love spending time with my family and my people. And I love um, cooking. So I'm doing all of those things kind of in the mix and trying to just give myself some space to breathe. How have you been coping with the heat? on your walks? Um, I just call them hot girl walks. Um, yeah. So I acknowledge that I'm going to be hot. Yep. <laughs> Good yeah. for you. Yeah. You I mean, it's to... not surprising, Molly, when you're outside and it's 96 degrees that you're going to sweat a little bit. Yeah. Very comfortable with <laughs> you that. Just love um, it. <laughs> doesn't, I would rather be hot and sweaty than freezing cold. That's my preference. Especially in summer, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I will jump in and I will say, I will echo what Molly has said. And so when I heard this question, Carrie, I was like, "Um, how have I been promoting my wellness recently? Man, if I had to use a word for it, I'd say I've been hanging on, (laughs) like hanging on, um, trying to adapt small things um, just to get through a very busy time, right? Because when we're busy, oftentimes the first thing that goes is our dedication or at least for me, I can't speak for everybody, but 
that sacred time um, doesn't become a sacred anymore when I'm looking for more time to spend doing other things. So unfortunately, my wellness like routine has taken a bit of a, a hit. However, I did try even during those very, very busy times to hold on to a couple of things that felt really comfortable and easy for me, such as listening to podcasts. Um, speaking of podcasts, I love to spend you know a bit of time every day just winding down by listening to a podcast. Um, so I've loved that. And, and then looking forward, right? Like looking forward to now being able to incorporate back in like those trips to, um, the gym and I don't go to a gym, but just signed up for a yoga class, you know, like stuff like that to just give me inspiration again. Yes. Yeah. Working it back in. Yeah, I wanted to piggyback off of Molly. I've been doing my hot girl summer walks <laughs> too. And I went actually yesterday and it was like around 11, almost like 12 p.m. around there. And I was dying in the heat. I was just like, this is not, this is what it means to be hot girl walks. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know, the but very really, literal interpretation. Literally, yes. like hot. Yes. But yeah, I've been honestly enjoying like low impact workouts. I feel like when I was, it was like a few years ago when I was working out, I was like heavy lifting and, you know, I do love like lifting at the gym and stuff, but doing things outdoors has been really helping like not only like my health, but also like my wellness in general. Like it helps me clear my mind. The sun beaming on me makes me so happy. And then this is where I have a love and hate with summer because I'm like, you have so much sun, but it's so hot. Like, you know, but I really enjoyed like doing work, like walking and low impact workouts. It's been really great for my mental and my health in general. Yes. Awesome. And I, I have the like unpopular stance of I'd actually rather be cold than hot. Same. <laughs> um, so it's actually harder for me to like push myself outside when it's you know, the heat index is a hundred degrees versus yeah. when it's like 20 below, which I know is like kind of crazy. But I feel like that's more like, though I, I've talked to a lot of people, Carrie, who have said that exact same thing where yeah. like, oh, I'd way rather be cold than hot. And Good. I think that that's like a really popular Midwest stance of the sure. that's our comfort <laughs> level yes. is typically a lower temperature threshold. Um, and that's where part of me is like, mm, is Wisconsin me? so yeah we're we're going through we're identifying if 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 wisconsin is the true identity for me and the temperature threshold might be a part of that equation (laughs) i i didn't realize how much wisconsin is me until i lived in new orleans and then i was like yep wisconsin's me (laughs) for sure that solidified it (laughs) yeah i can imagine myself like if I had to deal with this temperature like all year round, like definitely not into it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to touch on the title of this episode a little bit. I think it's so fun and it's something that Molly shared that she often says um, in her work with learners. So Molly, what does wildly impressed mean to you or can you give us some, some context? Yeah, it's definitely a sentiment that we hold very dear and true to ourselves here in academic support. And I think part of that is because, you know, we're, we're with students from the beginning of their academic journey. Um, we see them come in, we see them make this really big transition in their life of taking on, you know, professional education, of all of these new experiences, community and everything. And we're just 
you know, for some, we're really integral part of that process for others. We just kind of get there to be, to cheer you on or to help pick you up. And uh, that, that leaves us, I think, just with this powerful feeling of, wow, of being, you know, just in awe of what our learners do um, in this pursuit of their passion, of, of this pursuit of their calling, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, we get to see the ups and the downs, and we get to see the those endure, and our students persist. And, um, you know, we get to, I think, maybe more so than even the learners sometimes just sit in that space and say, holy cow, you guys are incredible, and you're here to do really important things right of just contributing to the well-being of our community so um that stance of being wildly oppressed it just it really sits i mean i i know we feel it really strongly wouldn't you agree cheryl and nolly totally absolutely i think um you know i love when you say this phrase molly because it does it it allows us to really reflect on the um amazing characteristics that our learners bring in you know, and we say this oftentimes of just what a privilege it is to help future helpers of the world. Like, I, I just can't even imagine spending my days doing anything that's more fulfilling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've worked in higher education for a long time, and I've just never encountered a student body that is comprised of people who care so deeply, work so hard, um, display resilience every single day rebound, you know, come back from things that are tough, whether that's personal or academic. And it's all in the vein of helping others, you know, so Mm -hmm. I I say this a lot to our learners, too, is that, you know, your future patients um, will never thank you for enduring all that you did during your undergraduate and graduate medical education. They're not going to even know about that, nor should they. Yet, from me, from my standpoint, that's what I want to say is thank you. Thank you for taking the risk and going through all of this and taking on this challenge so that you can help them. They'll never know all that you went through to do that. And, and it just amazes me every single day. Yeah. I like literally, I started kind of tears welling up and I don't <laughs> yes. know if it's just because, you know, I mentioned coming off of like that really busy season and, and being being a very, you know, integral part and in, in watching folks go through, you know, a really challenging board exam prep, like, um, it just kind of leaves you with a lot of those emotions of reflecting on how incredible it is to serve such an incredible student body. Yes. Yeah, they are all so amazing. And I think just in like the support that I've provided, I feel that, but especially recently having recorded podcast episodes with students just sharing their experience. And yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, like they're just so passionate and dedicated and it's all in that vein of of the helping profession you know just to be a helper and it's just Mm -hmm. so admirable yeah it's amazing truly um you all are obviously providing so much support to our students from like just the day-to-day of um of their education to bigger milestones like the step one exam what messaging do you find yourself sharing with students who might be struggling? Like what usually comes up? So with students who are, are struggling, like when they are, they're coming in, I mean, it's a, it's a broad question. So I'm trying sure. to frame that down a little bit. Um, and maybe I'll put it in that, that perspective of students who are struggling academically. Right. Sure. And if anybody else wants to add in, I mean, feel free. Right. 
Um, so when students are struggling academically, you know, we, uh, another thing I'll say, and I really wholeheartedly believe this is that, you know, MCW doesn't make mistakes in their admissions cycle. It's not like they're like, eh, I guess we have one spot left. Who should we pick? And they picked you, you know, so everybody has that credentialing, the aptitude, the ability to be here. And then it's just finding, right? It's finding and working through those highs and lows that will naturally come with a very challenging curriculum. There, I, I don't think I've, I've met many students anyway who are like, oh, you know, like that was pretty easy. Um, and people's paradigm really needs to shift in terms of what is success in professional education. Um, it's no longer about grades and getting the best score on exams. And that's a big leap for a lot of our learners. So I think one of the things that I will spend time doing is just framing, um, you know, this experience, helping them create a more healthy narrative about and realistic narrative and then even taking on this attitude of and you know i'm struggling now and right and dot 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 what what's next how can i do things differently what resources do i have what supports do i have um what do i want you know and and we get everybody through that i mean we really do so Again, I think it's um, it's case by case. There's not really something that I would say like we we adapt this strategy for this kind of learning the struggle, but there are certainly support services here to help everybody. Yeah, I mean, maybe just to to add to that, uh, you know, we are meant as human beings to work, rely on, support each other, right? Like we are meant to be community creatures. Um, who have our loved ones and have our trusted ones and uh, to never forget that you're not alone um, in this journey. You're never, ever, ever alone in this journey. Uh, and when you are struggling, there is always going to be someone who wants to help pick you up or walk beside you um, through that and to see you through it. Um, and, and I think that's another piece of it is that these, these struggles that maybe, you know, you might come across, um, they are always a temporary chapter of life and there's always going to be a new chapter on the other side as well. Um, and so I know that this is really broad and I'm keeping it very broad, of course, but sure. I think that's just like the, the piece of it is you're never alone. Um, there's always going to be someone in your community who can be present for you. Um, and it is temporary. We'll see you, they'll see you through it. You'll see you through it and maybe we'll see you through it, but, um, that we're here. Yeah. I often find myself emphasizing, like, there's no cure for being human. You know, mm -hmm. I think like, like we've said, it's such a huge transition and a lot of things, this leap, there's a lot of things that we're conceptualizing and pro like restructuring and how we're going to approach it. And so just normalizing like the experiences and the emotions and like that common humanity piece, like you're mentioning, Molly, you know, and then mm -hmm. just that crucial element of self-compassion, you know, that yes. this is going to probably look different. And yeah, there's just no care for being human. Like, it's okay to, to not be okay sometimes. Yes, yes, 100%. Um, so if students are so inspired by this conversation, they want to connect with you all, where can students find you? Or how can how can students schedule with you or reach you? Well, we have, of course, our personal email addresses um, that you can reach out to us via Outlook. And 
Um, I'm not going to list those off because I bet there's a better way to do that uh, <laughs> than via <laughs> I will audio. Them, I will put them in the show notes. Yep. Yep. So that's that's a place that you can reach us. But also we have our scheduling system. So WC Online is our scheduling system. And you can access all three of us in the academic consultation schedule. So Nali will be starting her schedule on July 1. So we're Yay. super excited. <laughs> so, um, you know, potentially some folks who are going to be listening to this podcast are going to be like, wait a minute, that's a new name. Um, so really excited uh, for that, for this, uh, for Nali as our addition to our teammates. Yes, that's awesome. I will also link WC online in the show notes as well. So I just want to thank you all so much for coming on. We did it four people on one episode successfully. So um, thank you for helping me set that record and for being here. Um, Just like unconditionally supportive to our students. And I know the listeners all appreciate you so much. Well, and Carrie, we appreciate you. Thank you for doing this podcast. Yeah. And I will say that we get to have the the sheer delight of being teammates, that our offices are all in a row. So when we talk about finding, um, off, finding people on campus, if people are around and they come up to the suite, they would see Carrie, Nolly, Cheryl, and Molly all in a row. So you're, you're bound to find one of us and we're all here to help and support you. Yes, 100%. Awesome. Thank you so much, Carrie. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Well, Well, Well. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you have any thoughts or ideas for the podcast, or you might feel passionate about a wellness topic you'd love to chat about as a very special guest, never hesitate to reach out to me on my MCW email. I leave it in the show notes. And we want this podcast to really be meaningful and valuable to you, our listeners. Thanks, everyone, and be well.